I'm Julie. I'm Amy. And it's time to pucker up. Special trade deadline day edition. Literally last night, we were in the car on the way to the game. And I said to you, we should record an episode this weekend since it'll be after the trade deadline. And And I said, that's a brilliant idea. And then things happen escalated people who've been listening to this podcast since its advent um will know that every year the capitals are looking at marcus johansson marcus darling every year the capitals are kicking the tires on marcus johansson marcus darling since he was traded in the summer of 2017 so from 2018 on they have been getting my hopes up every trade deadline so today when people are like oh yeah the capitals are looking at marcus johansson the capitals might trade for marcus johansson i said "Uh uh-huh sure not gonna get my hopes up it's never gonna happen and And then marcus darling Somebody posted the tweet, I think from Chris Johnston in the discord. And I said, no fucking way. Just no fucking way. I Chris Johnston is a very reliable source. I cannot fucking believe. Screaming, crying, throwing up. Marcus, darling. I'm literally on the phone with my manager. Okay working through a job description to be posted (laughs) and we're finishing it up right as this happens and like so all of my like dms and like mentions on discord and tweets and my like i'm getting like actual text messages from people just my phone is blowing up and i tell him i'm like uh so today's the nhl trade deadline and uh because he knows about my uh, my Marcus Johansson is my boy thing. Marcus, darling. Anyway, so um, it's kind of like the exact opposite of what was happening to your phone. Well, it's the same thing, but with the exact opposite <laughs> news of five years ago. We've come full circle. Brian, uh, our friend Brian, who used to do Why Are the Devils Bad? Brian of Brian Asks, Why Are the Devils Bad fame? Uh, actually said to me, you know, I don't think I've ever seen if you love something, set it free, play out like this before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I will let you know too that Josh called me this afternoon. And he was like, so I heard about the trade. Is there anybody that you know that might be happy about that? <laughs> I literally that happened and i got mail that i had been waiting for for a very long time and my hands were shaking so badly i couldn't open it because i knew if i tried to get like the exacto knife out to cut the tape i was gonna slice my hands off okay yeah that not my hands i did cut myself open on something opening something else not with a exacto knife but just being inept so, um, yeah. Look, <laughs> your body was was embracing news. 
Yeah, I mean, therefore, could not function at its maximum potential. I still got so much done today. Well, that's adrenaline. It really was. I was just okay. Got to do stuff now. Got to crack down. Got to focus. Got to like, because I was losing it. I was losing my fucking mind, man. Everybody is so like, oh yeah, what the cast needed was to get older. <laughs> Eat my dick, man. <laughs> Suck an absolute nut. I don't care if the Cavs are now the worst team in the league. I don't care. Marcus is home. Marcus, darling. Like, if Braden Holtby... Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I'm imagining the if Braden Holtby thing when I'm I'm deigning to even come close to, like, where you are in terms of a happiness quotient. Also, I cried so much last night during that Braden Holtby tribute. That was not cool. That no, hurt my that hurt that hurt my feelings. It hurt my feelings very much as well. It helped that he looked really good while it happened, and that sort of eased a little bit of it. But then that made it hurt even more because then he's looking good elsewhere again. Now he's looking good on LTIR. Woof. Yeah, I saw that today and I was like, ooh, LT? Crotch is broke. I'm thinking. I could try and fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. So everyone, like, it's very, like, people are like, oh, well, he's always injured and he, he doesn't score that much. Like, let me remind you that he missed a grand total of, I think, eight games the entire first seven years of his career while playing for the Capitals. And was a perennial 25 goal scorer while playing with the Capitals. So it's entirely possible that those things come to pass again. Once he's back on a line with Yevgeny Kuznetsov. And I don't know that they'll put him with Kuznetsov. Well, but Tarek, shit, man, wouldn't you try it? Tarek put out what he thinks the lines will look like when everybody's healthy. And I'm about to pull it up and see. Um, Just, I mean, and like, whatever, Laviolette wasn't here then, obviously. That was under Barry Trotz. But like, wouldn't you try it? I mean, you might, but this is Laviolette. I mean, My, and I don't know how much I don't know how much say Nikki will have in saying, "Hey, why don't you put him on a line with me?" Because you know he would. Well, he didn't really play on a line with Nick before. Ah, uh, okay. His- so when entirely healthy, the Caps forward lineup should look something like this: Obi Kuzi Wilson. Mansa Backstrom, Oshie, Sherry Eller, Johansson, Larson, Dowd, Hathaway. I don't. I like. Okay, I don't love putting JoJo at right wing. If he can play it. He's better at right wing than he is at center. Um, his first season on the Capitals, he played at right wing with 
on the top line with Ovi on left wing. So it's not like it's a big deal. Um, I just, whatever, man, I want to see him on a line with Koozie. And even when he was here before, he didn't play with Nikki that much. Occasionally you'd see him out with Nikki and Berkey. Cause Berkey played right wing, mm. but his line was usually him on the left. Who's nuts off at center and Justin Williams on the right. Oh, Weems. R.I.P. to Justin Williams. He's not dead. He's just retired. Um, was there anything else really like super exciting or blockbuster that like that happened capitals wise? No. No, nothing else happened. Uh the Caps also signed the Johan Larson. Um, not signed, but traded for Johan Larson. So the return or the the exchange for JoJo was Daniel Sprong and like a third and fourth in 23 and 24. And that seems like a lot. And I don't know that I love that Seattle got that much for JoJo, except they retained 50% salary. Yeah, I think when you bring that into the equation, it's a pretty even trade. Yeah. And the thing about, like, people are, like, I guess, real high on Daniel Sprong, which I didn't realize. I'm like, I like Daniel Sprong, but he was really hot and cold sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I spent a lot of the beginning of this season real pissed off at him. And this is someone that I was excited to have join the team, if you remember. Yes. Because I had seen him play in the AHL, and he can skate and stick handle on a level with Yevgeny Kuznetsov. However, he can't shoot for shit, apparently. Apparently not. And he's kind of a defensive liability. Well, in so much as, yes, he's not a very defensive forward, but also he ends up in the penalty box more often than he should. Yeah. which the And the Caps really have a problem with that. So that's another upside to JoJo coming here is that he doesn't do crime a lot. No, well, he's never done anything wrong in his life. Oh, clearly. Never got suspended except for that one time and he was framed, obviously. Never gotten in a fight before except for that one time against Jeff Skinner and he was framed, obviously. At one time he got suspended. I saw him running around Madison Square Garden because I was there. Getting beer. Suspended. Yep. Anyway. So, um, real trade. JoJo's back. Your Joe Marcus Joe is, back. is back. So I wasn't going to go to the game tomorrow night, but now I am. They said he's probably in tomorrow night. Like confirmed that he's he's more than likely going to be in the lineup. So yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't be because he came from Seattle. Maybe today, I guess. I don't know. Apparently, he texted Nick Backstrom this morning and said, "It's not official yet, but I'm back." Marcus, darling. And <laughs> bro, the furda, the sheer furda through the damn roof. We could we could win another cup on the furda alone. 
I mean, uh, let's so manifest take- it. Let's manifest it. I want Jojo to have Jojo to have a cup so fucking bad. Oh, also, I you, love if Jojo. If you get to see Jojo skate around the rink with a cup, you will be inconsolable. Oh. I don't know if I'd be capable of transporting your body from wherever it was, <laughs> wherever it would need to go. Oh my God. Don't even, don't even put it in the universe. It's like, uh, remember, like I, you can go back and you can listen to the episode we recorded the night the Bruins uh, lost the cup. Oh and yeah. I'm literally, literally I'm crying. Yes. Literally. Like, I need an adult. <laughs> you and me both. Um. So the the trade action started picking up on the 14th. So today's the 21st, and today was the deadline at 3 p.m. today. So Josh Manson was the first like trade deadline move, and he went to the Avalanche from the Ducks, and then the Wild flipped. Uh, Nico Sturm to the Avalanche for Tyson Jost. Um, the Rangers acquired Frank Vetrano from the Panthers. You know what? That's really funny because I saw him. He's the one who scored the empty empty netter last night. And I feel like we have to talk about that for just a second. Because what kind of team? Like what fucking goalie? What happened? Like, I don't even know how to wrap my brain around this. Carolina put 44 shots on goal and got shut out. I don't know. What goes on? I mean, some incredible goaltending goes on. Yeah. um, Our our Rangers correspondent, Zoe, said it's not because of their defense. So shout out to uh, Georgiev for really. Yeah. I mean, part of that. Part of that is score effects. A lot of that is goaltending. They had a really high shot count early on, though. Because well, remember and that just stands to make it make it even higher once they're behind, right? Because so, remember the Rangers only had like shit, six, six shots on goal halfway through the second or something like that. Oh yeah, that was insane. And it was nothing, nothing. And the the Rangers had like six, and Carolina had like twenty five. And nobody had scored. And then I mean, the Rangers to be like that. And then the Rangers scored. I hope that was Freddie Anderson in that. Sorry to um, Zoe, our Rangers correspondent, who is also our Toronto correspondent and our Freddie Anderson correspondent. <laughs> um, she's um, loyal to a fault. Much like some other hosts of this podcast that we know. Yeah. Uh, the Panthers received Ben Sharach, I guess that's how you say it, from the Canadians yep. for Ty Smolanic. That's not how you say it. I'm sorry. That's how it's spelled. Uh, first and a fourth. I don't know who that dude is. I've seen that last name. By the way, it was Freddie. I just looked. Sucks to suck, Fred. Uh, sorry, Zoe. Um, then the Flames received Cal Yarncroc 
as the Kraken began their fire sale. Kraken got three picks for that. And I really just imagine Ron Francis sitting in the space needle like a dragon <laughs> on top of his horde of draft picks. Um I mean like, not on like not on like GMBM the first year in Vegas. Yeah. The Lightning got Brandon Hagel. I don't know who that is. And a couple of draft picks. Um, and the Blackhawks got Boris Kachuk and Taylor Radish. Taylor Radish gets around. One that yeah, we well. were talking about yesterday was Nicolas Delorier, who went to the Wild from the Ducks. Uh, and then the Bruins got Hampus Lindholm. John Moore. Yeah, they did. Well, and then they signed him to a big fucking fat contract. Yes. Uh, One of the big, 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 big moves was Claude Giroux getting traded to the to the Panthers from the Flyers. Uh, So it was Claude Giroux, Connor Bunneman, German Rubstov. So it's probably Herman, maybe. I don't know. Probably. And a pick for Owen Tippett, a first round and a third round. And so I guess it's Ginger's Ginger's out, Ginger's in. Claude was going gray. He wasn't ginger enough anymore. You know. So Hampus Lindholm, hold on a second. Hampus Lindholms is an eight-year contract at six point five million a year. With Boston. Well, all right. I don't know how Boston had that money, but okay. Well, well, until next year, <coughs> they'll figure out a way to find that money. They traded some people out today. I'm pretty sure they did, but I'm sure they might probably need more money than that. Um, they probably have expiring contracts as well. Oh, well, Patrice Bergeron probably won't be playing next year either. <laughs> Um, I w- had forgotten that Robert Haig did not play for the Flyers anymore. Um, and he was, ah. traded, he was traded to the Panthers from the Sabres. Um, Travis Hamanick went to the Senators from the Canucks. Troy Stecker from the Red Wings to the Kings. Um, one actual interesting one was Travis Dermott moving from the Maple Leafs to the Canucks. And then the second captain to be traded. Yeah. Which we were like, holy shit. And like, we knew it was coming because he'd already been scratched for precautionary reasons, which is code for he's on the trading block. Mm-hmm. Um, was Mark Giordano got traded from first, first ever captain in franchise history for the Seattle Kraken, got traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs along with uh, Colin Blackwell. I did see an interview with ron francis from high atop his mountain of of um, traffic traffic yeah, they got three picks for giordano and blackwell um, and uh he said it, basically the way he laid it out was that he and giordano well management and giordano sat down and said at some point earlier in the season you know th- this isn't going the way we expected it to go in our first year and we know you're the captain and everything but, it, you know, he basically said, I want the opportunity. I'm 38 years old. I want the opportunity to play for a cup. And they said, all right. And then they said, fuck you and sent him to Toronto. I mean, 
That's listen. It's giving the illusion of allowing him to play for a cup while also fucking him over. Because, bro, Toronto's not winning the cup. Toronto's not even going to make it out of the first round. I mean, I I can't wait to hear tomorrow what the folks over in Steve Dangleland feel about this trade because I haven't seen anything today. I'm sure there's things out there, but I haven't looked. And I just assume hear them talk about it on the podcast. But my guess before I see or hear anything from like Leafs fandom and or, you know, because I consider Steve Leafs fandom, even though he might not. Um, because you know, he's a super special insider now. Mm-hmm. Uh that I'm sure they think this solves every single one of their damn problems. And to that I say at two goaltending i mean listen toronto is lucky that the back half of the eastern conference is not competitive because there's a 13 point gap between the mm-hmm. second wild card and the next team is that 13 points yes sorry you know math not not my strong suit so toronto has 83 points and uh, boston has 81 so boston could easily overtake them they have the same number of games played um oh i thought boston still had some games in hand so that i show i show both 62 games and um somehow the capital well the rest of our division above us has at least one or two games in hand on us yeah i was gonna say we somehow have played more games than anyone else in our division but it's because of covid the islanders Mm -hmm. the islanders have four games in hand on us welcome to covid land i mean um the only teams that really have have the same number of games played as us are the ones that are like way out west like la vegas um vancouver and anaheim but um yeah we're 13 points ahead of columbus and they we have 80 and they have 67. So, I mean, Toronto could drop to. Boston um, could flip with them. Yeah. Toronto and Boston could flip. Toronto could go up into second place. It's super unlikely they would get up to first place because Florida's got seven points on them. But mm. it's like they would pretty much have to go on a pretty harsh losing skid between now and the end of the season to not make the playoffs given the competitiveness of the rest of our uh division division so um i i think they'll make the playoffs i just think that they won't make it out of the first round per the usual uh you know who do they play if they're in the third place slot They'll play whoever's second place in there, whoever's uh, above them. Tampa Bay. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it goes. It goes um, we haven't, it hasn't mattered in so long. Yeah, the first place in the Metro Division plays the first wild card. Right. And then two and three play each other. And first place in Atlantic plays the second wild card. Correct. So we would play. 
Florida. Yep. That's not good. And that would suck. That's not ideal. We are only one point behind Boston. Oh, God. Then we'd play Carolina. I'd rather play Florida. Take it back. I'd rather play Florida. Um, I would like to beat Carolina based on some of the acquisitions that they've made today. Oh, my God. Carolina is just full of garbage pizza. Garbage pizza. Yeah. It's their Papa John's pizza. Carolina is Papa John's pizza. (laughs) Carolina is a Papadilla. (laughs) The only thing edible at Papa John's pizza is the garlic sauce. Oh, and I don't even like that. You can't get anything there to eat with it, but you could, like, get some and, like, go to Domino's. Uh... Uh, the Lightning got Nick Paul in exchange for Matthew Joseph in a pick. Um, the Coyotes got the rights to someone named Jack McBain. The Kraken traded Jeremy Lausanne to the Predators. Super glad we won't play them again. Um, Lausanne likes to hurt people. The Stars got Scott Wedgwood, which I feel like is probably uh, a little insurance considering Holtby going on long-term IR. So Wedgwood is well, yeah. Considering that what's left is Otter and Dobby, and Dobby's still hurt, right? It's Otter and oh shit, it starts with an S. Uh, I don't know. I could ask Renee really quickly, and I guarantee you she could tell me, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, it's journeyman goalie Scott Wedgwood. Uh, and Wedgwood's not that good, but he's still probably better than the literal child. Who's sitting on the bench behind poor Otter every night? Yeah. Because they're going to ride Otter into the ground if they don't get an adult to sit there. (laughs) Um, The Jets got Mason Appleton from the Kraken for a pick. Um, Nathan Bolio went to the Pens for a pick. I don't get this one. The Jets. Um, got a pick for Brian Little's contract and Nathan Smith. Um, the Yotes took that on. I don't understand anyone wanting to take on Brian Little's contract. They are going to need people in hockey uniforms next season. They are going to need to ice the team. 12 people on their roster are going to be UFAs this summer. Mm, that's true so if they have a contract that they can extend without having to go find them they're okay. gonna want that okay they're also probably gonna want to reach the cap floor i was gonna say brian little cannot play hockey so i mean yeah that's a he, reaching the cap floor thing i was gonna say he can't play hockey he hasn't played hockey since 2019 yeah, then that's what that is. And that's a way for for whoever had them to dump that money off of their that's so weird. Their cap. Of course, we already talked about Marcus. Um, Marc-Andre Fleury Yeah. Went to uh, the Minnesota Wild and then the Wild turned around and traded Capo Kakinen who's decent. I mean, I don't know if I would give him up and take Marc-Andre Fleury. I'm not, you know me, though, I'm not that impressed with Marc-Andre Fleury. Right, but what 
GMs are impressed with is he's been in this show. He's got three cups. He has playoff experience. Yeah, whatever. I'm not saying that that's what that that's a trump card, but to them it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Oilers got Brett Kulak in exchange for Will, William Lagason. I don't know. Uh, Preds- you know, you'd think. Let me make some commentary here. Like, what the hell is the Oilers GM whose name I can never remember doing? I don't know, like, man. They have needed goaltending literally since Connor McDavid was a child. And you would think... I almost choked. (laughs) Um, And you would think that, I don't know, just to be in the business of doing right by like some generational players on your team that you might want to actually you know, build a team that will give them the opportunity to do something more than, like, flame out the first round of the playoffs. No, 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 no. Why are you asking for logic? Don't ask for logic. Logic doesn't exist here. Apparently not. Mm. Um, Preds got Alex Diega from the Leafs for future considerations. You know I love a future consideration. Yep. Um, They should just say for squat. Like, what? What does future considerations turn into? This is like the mob. Nothing. No, usually nothing. Stupid. Justin Braun went from the Flyers to the Rangers for a pick. Uh, Braden Burke and Frederick Allard swapped places on the Preds and the Kings. So Burke went to the Preds. Allard went to the Kings. Um. The Sens got Zach Seneshin and a pick for Josh Brown and a pick. The Red Wings now have Oscar Sundqvist. Uh, That's which, interesting. Which they swapped. Uh, they got Oscar Sundqvist and Jake Wallman for Nick Letty and Luke Witkowski. I see. I would, if you would ask me, I would have said that Nick Letty still played for the Islanders. I kept seeing his name today, and I was like, I know this man's name. I don't know who the fuck this man is. Yeah, he used to be an Islander, I think. Before he was in Detroit, I guess. Speaking of which, you want to talk about what Lou Lamorello did on trade deadline day? Yes, Amy. Let's talk about that. You extended... You think the the cats want to be old? Fucking hell. He extended Kyle Palmieri and Zach Parise. Might as well sign Zane O'Chara and uh, Andy Green. Come on, man. Let's go. Seriously. How are the Islanders not the oldest team in the league? How are the Caps? They probably, they probably, no, they probably are average because solely because Chara is there. That's why we were the oldest. When Chara was no, here. I literally saw recently where there's like, yeah, the Caps are the oldest team in the league. How? I know. I, the Islanders are carrying Chara, Palmieri, Parise, and I'm pretty sure Andy Green. Hold on. I'm doing some Googling here. Well, that's not, I don't mean the one that's, no, don't tell me about the original six. 
team comparison in NHL. We got to figure out who the oldest, oldest average age. All right. New York Islanders, 29.33. Washington Capitals, 29.19. Suck it. It's not us. Yeah, that's what I said. It was us. And the Pens are older, too. Who? The Penguins are older, too. How does that happen? Can I sort by this? Yeah. Oh, we're the fourth oldest team. No, we're tied with Edmonton. Take that back. Yeah. Okay. So the Islanders, I've looked this up. I am on EliteProspects.com for 21-22. The New York Islanders average age is 29.33, which is 0.14 years older than the average Washington Capitol. And we got older today. Just a little. Oh, but did Larson bring us back down? Oh, he might have. How old is he? What's his? He, oh, he's Johan Larson. Hold on. He's 29. Oh, so they kind of average out. And JoJo's 31. So, anyway, we're not the oldest team in the league. We're not even the second oldest team in the league. And the Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins are older than us. Suck it. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, the Avalanche got Arturi Lekkonen in exchange for from the Canadians in exchange for Justin Barron and a pick. Caps got Johan Larson in exchange for from the Coyotes for a pick. See, this is blowing your theory about the Yotes needing people needing bodies on the ice because this is a 2023 pick. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, the Avalanche. My theory, my theory stands. They need it. Are they acting like they do? Maybe not. They don't much act. Do they like... know how to run a hockey team? No, I don't think so. I could run a hockey team better than the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> Come on, man. These people can't literally can't keep the lights on in the fucking building where they play. I could definitely pay my taxes. The Az got Andrew Cogliano from the Sharks for a pick. Um, the Jets got Zach Sanford from the Sens for a pick. Shout out to his nipples and his vomit. The Devils got Andrew Hammond, the Hamburglar. I saw that. From the Canadians in exchange Did you see for- his wife tweeted something about putting face paint on the kids? No. And she tweeted the 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 um the, the devils. devils, yeah. Listen, lean the fuck in. I don't know who Nate Schnarr is, so I have nothing to say about Nate Schnarr. Uh, he's got to be a prospect. <laughs> um, but Andrew Hammond, I think, will be very helpful for the Devils because right now they're rotating Nico Dawes and Akira Schmid. Like, they don't have an actual NHL goalie. Nico has been great, but they don't have an actual NHL goalie. The Sharks got Andrew Batetto from the Rangers in exchange for Nick Merkley, who also is a former, former devil. The Rangers got Andrew Kopp from the Jets in exchange for Morgan Barron. The Rangers also got Tyler Mott from the Canucks for a pick. The Oilers got Derek Brassard from the Flyers. What are the Oilers doing? 
getting older. That's why they're older than us now. No, that's why they're the same age as us. Um, the pens. This is a weird one. Yep. The pens got Ricard Raquel from the Ducks in exchange for Zach Asabris, Dominic Simone. I think it's Dominique Simone. Um, and Cal Clang. And a second round pick. What? I mean. What? It's Ron Hextall, GM. What? The Flames got Ryan Carpenter from the Blackhawks for a pick. The Hurricanes, because they want to sign every asshole in the league, got uh, Max Domi from the Blue Jackets uh, for some guy named Aiden Freshuk. Uh, Blue Jackets. I had a thought about that when I, well, I had several thoughts, but the thought I had was, you know, you don't hear much about Tony D'Angelo being locker room poison or social media poison or anything since he's been there. And I don't think you'll hear much about Max Domi either. I think for two reasons. Number one, I think the Hurricanes like keep a tight ship. But number two, I think Rod's bot will be like, look, I'll fucking beat you to pieces if you act like an idiot. You know what? Good. Good. Yeah, I really think that I, I, I just a hunch, but I think that Rod Brindamore is the type of coach that's like, look, I'll fuck you up. Yep. I'll fuck you up. Oh, you know what? It wasn't, it wasn't Paul Mary and Parise. It was Clutterbuck and Parise. Still old as fuck, my dude. Yeah. God, I fucking hate Cal Clutterbuck. So the Panthers got a pick from the Blue Jackets in exchange for nothing. Not even our best friend, future considerations. So I think that may have been a future consideration, maybe. Or sometimes, you know, it's for nothing. No, that's stupid. Why? What? We'll just give this to you. Why? Because you asked. For a blowjob? Like, what? (laughs) At least. Come on. I'm sorry I said that. I'm going to bleep that out. Um, The Hurricanes got Tyler Inamoto for Igor Korshkov from the Panthers. I don't know who either of these people are. Um, the Stars acquired Vladislav Nemestikov. Uh, um, that's named Stinkov to you. It is named Stinkov to me. <laughs> From the Red Wings for a fourth round pick. Uh, the next two, uh, the Senators getting Michael McNiven from the Flames and the Lightning getting Riley Nash from the Yotes, both for future considerations. Dude, what did you say about the yoke needing bodies? I don't know. The Ducks got Yevgeny Dadanov from the Golden Knights for some stuff. And this says TBD, so it hasn't been updated, but I definitely saw what it was. It was a bunch of stuff, and I don't remember. Yeah, anymore. and I'm just scrolling through Twitter and fucking, fucking biz. Oh my God. Why do you still follow biz? First of all, okay, no, no, no. 
I don't care anything about Biz, and I don't care what the Knights got for Dadanov. Um, the Kings got Nelson Nogier in exchange for Marcus Phillips from the Jets, and the Kraken got Victor Rask from the Wild for our best friend, Future Considerations. Why? Yeah. Future Considerations. Man. Man. Wow, it's funny. Um, this morning, Tarek tweeted, trade deadline is 3 p.m. Here are some of the names that have been linked to the Caps in recent days. Only one on this list came through. Marc-Andre Fleury, Max Domi, Marcus, Lekkonen, Watson, Yarncrook. Did anybody take Austin Watson? No. Who would take Good. Austin Watson? If they did, it didn't even make this fucking trade list, dude. I don't... I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I do not follow him. He is on my Twitter, by the way, because he's under a you might like suggestion, mm. which I said, no, I don't. And he went away. Good. Goodbye. Forever. So, the Cats didn't get a goalie. Allegedly, uh, they think B-Tech is good enough to ride through the playoffs. I mean, GMBM sounded like he had some good things to say about him today. Okay, well, sure. And uh, and I think they bring up Zach as a black ace. I think that would be nice. Um, And that's and about I think it. They- they bring up they bring up all the baby bears as black aces too because they're all gonna i mean if if larson you know if everybody gets healthy then there are no babies on that lineup in the in the lineup anymore yeah unless it's your baby i was interested to see because i thought maybe uh axel Janssen Fjellby would go somewhere, but they didn't. I'm glad even, he did not. They didn't even try to wave him to send him back down to Hershey. Good. Well, then that means he's going to be a 13th forward. Yeah. And my guess is because Larson is still technically injured, correct? I believe so, yeah. So, yeah, he'll play that spot. Axel will play that spot until Larson's healthy. Because that's where, I mean, not that, not that Tarek is Laviolette, but that's where Tarek slotted Larson in. Or where he believes Larson will be slotted in is more accurate. All right. Well, so Marcus is trick. back. Marcus is back. Marcus is oh, back. Um, I got Shake Shack to ready? celebrate. Oh, good for you. <laughs> um, I saw a tweet. I can't remember which reporter it was. It was from somebody from NBC Sports Washington. It wasn't one of the big guys. It was like an Andrew somebody or something. And he, it was like, Larson's going to wear number 22 for the Washington Capitals. And Marcus Johansson will be wearing number 90. And the last capital to wear that number was Marcus Johansson. <laughs> I love it so much. You know, I get mad every time I go to the Devils and I see Tomash Tatar, and I'm like, you're not the number 90 I want to see. 
That's now fine. You're going to see the number 90. You're going you you're going to see the number 90 you want to see. I'm going to have to make a sign and go down to the class during warm-ups tomorrow. Shit! i got to go make a sign. Amy, make me a sign. You Julie, work from... You assume that I have the supplies with which to do that. I do not. I mean, I do, but I don't have the time. So I'm sure shit not going to do it tonight. Elizabeth just said, I feel like JoJo's return is really just to give Nick someone to look at with the, can you believe these children face? He is, I mean, he's not that much older than Marcus. Who, Nick yet? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there are children that he can look at with that face. That's exactly. He's, he's, you didn't, you didn't understand. He. Oh, I thought we were talking about fellow teammates and not actual children. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He he's gonna look at Marcus making that face about their teammates. Oh, I see. Yeah, because Obi doesn't make that face. Obi is like one of the children. I was just gonna say Obi is is lumped in with the children. The woo children. Oh my god, nothing's <laughs> ever gonna be better than that video of. <laughs> Tom and Ovi taking Axel's helmet off and standing him in front of the fucking fan. <laughs> That's the greatest video the Capitals have ever put out. Ax, come here, baby. Uh, oh, yeah. Helmet off for a second. Come okay. here. Wow. Hey, in the wind. <laughs> Everybody go home. <laughs> Anyway, all right. So, uh, JoJo allegedly is playing his first game back tomorrow, and um, I'm gonna make fucking lose it. Actually, no. The d- senior director of account management emailed me today and was like, "Let's set up a time to talk because you're not planning on renewing your tickets." And I'm like, "Resign." Johansson and we can talk about renewing my tickets <laughs> not that the account season ticket account guys have any control over that but like actually what and I look, said was if there is a you know player meet and greet where he is available even though Brenda and Chris and all of them are using my second ticket they don't use my second spot for shit like that. So you can be my second spot. <gasps> Amy. Marcus. Marcus, darling. Marcus. Marcus. I don't have any panties on. Uh, no, I also got an email from my doubles rep today. Like, oh, don't forget to sign up for the meet the team party. And I'm like, it's on a Tuesday night. Uh, well, I was, I'm surprised she didn't say to you, oh, hey, I heard about Marcus. (laughs) She was busy today, so she probably hasn't seen it yet. She was probably keeping up with all the ones transferred to St. Louis, because that's her team. Uh, yeah, but I, I was thinking about that today. I was like, I wonder if Julie's devil's rep called her. She did not, but I'm sure that I will talk to her soon. 
Yes, because I know she's aware of your your she's love. My, she's my fave. She's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Some not that chill shit happens, and here we are. So, <sighs> I don't know when our next episode is going to be. It should be next month. In the meantime, you can message us on Twitter at Pucker Up Podcast. You can email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com. And you can visit our website at PuckerUpHockey.com where you can get the link to our Patreon, which is really just Patreon.com slash Jesus Christ. Let's try that again. Patreon.com slash PuckerUpPodcast. And also get the link to our Discord where everyone came unglued today. Yes, come join us in being unglued every day. <laughs> every day, all day. <laughs> 24-7. Absolute insanity. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.